What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ Oom Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. I watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah. I watched some wrestling twice. I've watched one like match twice, yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, get there for now, as always. Good. Yeah, it was really fucking I good. I watched that instead of watching fucking NXT. I didn't watch NXT either. But as always, we'll start off with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Monday Night Raw. And as always. As always. Well, we started off with Alexa Bliss. We did. On A Moment of Bliss. But her special guest was Randy Orton. So, so as always. You know, as always, Randy Orton comes to the ring and uh, talks some shit about The Fiend. Because that's going to be our uh, Rumble match, obviously. Yeah. That's where we're going. The Royal Rumble. So, or it might be at TLC. It might be at TLC. I don't know. It's true. It could be. It's the next yeah. pay-per-view. So, they're building two. Just... Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. Orton uh, says that he knows how to get to the Fiend. So, he, like, picks up Bliss and tries to, like, abduct her. And the Fiend shows up. As he does, lights go out, and there's yeah. the Fiend, and he wants Bliss back. Yeah. So. And then Orton the Fiend her gets back. her. Yeah. Fiend gets her, gives her back. Or Orton gives her back. Yep. To the Fiend. And leaves. And like it's no big deal. Yep. Yep. And then, okay, this was actually kind of fun. I didn't actually get, like, I can understand not being so afraid of the Fiend that you run away or not, but. Yeah. What's the point of having a character, a scary character, if you're not, like, if he's not going to be at least a little bit afraid of him? He's going to show a little bit of fear. Yeah, I think he will. I think that's going to be, I hope that's going to be part of the story where... Me too. He shows that he needs to fear the Fiend. Because, like, I feel, because, what's the point? If he's not going to be a little bit afraid of a Fiend, what's the point of having this guy, this supernatural guy that can, like, easily scare the shit out of you because he can just appear out of nowhere and disappear... And fucking get in your head and yeah, send you to the fucking swamps and the Firefly Funhouse and turn you into Braun Strowman. Yeah. That would suck. I don't want to be Braun Strowman. I hope he <clears throat> burns down Orton's house now. That would be great. They show him in the fucking suburbs in Connecticut or wherever the fuck Orton lives and it's just uh, a house in Missouri. the middle of like this fucking cul-de-sac just yeah. burning the fuck down with <laughs> yeah. him out in the front yard. Yep. Let me That's what I want. And laughing. Yeah. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be so good. That would be great. But anyway, uh, next up we had the Symphony of Destruction match. Jeff Hardy versus Elias. I mean, it was actually, like, I, the clips I saw on stuff, the, it was fun. Elias is 0-2 and two in Symphony of Destruction <laughs> matches. That's true. There have also only ever been two Symphony of Destruction matches. Yeah. One was this one, and the other one was against Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. And in that yeah, one, that's Braun Strowman he... smashed a fucking piano, like a grand piano. Yeah. And that's didn't isn't that when he picked up the fucking cello too? Yeah, no, the that? fucking stand up bass it was bigger than oh, the cello. The it was bass, a whole fucking yeah. stand up bass. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. Um, Jeff Hardy almost killed himself on the fucking stairs. Did you see that, yeah. dude? He did the fucking swanton to the outside through a table and yep. like, goddamn, it was, it was. He's gonna kill himself. In the ring one day. I think he's trying to, like, yeah. actively. Mm-hmm. Um, we go backstage to find Riddle and Keith Lee. Um, Keith Lee. Riddle gets just talking on and on about how Riddle. great an opportunity 
is in their match tonight, blah, 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 and kind of pans into just Riddle. And then when it zooms back out, Keith Lee just walked away. Like, he right. just wasn't listening to him. And Riddle was oblivious to it. Yeah. He's probably still, he still talking. Him, right. right. Um, Bro. Mustafa Ali. Ali! Cut a promo about retribution, and he's going to, or they're going to beat Ricochet tonight. Yes. And then Ricochet takes on Slapjack, and uh, Slapjack actually won. So. What? Yeah. They don't, they don't win. No, but he did. Retribution doesn't win. But congratulations to Slapjack. Yeah, Slapjack with his... Uh, Big victory over what's-his-face. Uh, I already forgot. What did I say? Ricochet. No, doesn't matter. Next. Ricochet. Uh, the Miz. Had Miz. We shouldn't be forgetting about Lister O'Shea. He right. like, was was one of the best wrestlers anywhere in the world. Yeah. Guy, team, WWE. All right. Uh, Miz TV time. Of course it is. Uh, with Sheamus. Woo! And Sheamus comes down and... 200,000 uh, people turn their TVs off? No. <laughs> I don't know. Some stuff happens. I don't even know what happened. Um, I don't either, honestly. Yeah, they talked about some shit. Whatever. Okay. <clears throat> oh, Miz has ended up attacking Sheamus with uh, the Money in the Bank contract. Okay. So, so they're setting up the Miz and Sheamus. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then Lana and Oscar interviewed because they're gonna have a match against Shayna and Nia next. Yes, and mm, then I did hear a little bit about this. Uh, Nia and Shayna then cut a promo, vice versa. Yeah, and then we have the match. Mm-hmm. So that's how you do. Um, and Lana ends up pinning victory, pinning Shayna Baszler. Yeah, so. it's pretty great. Yep, it was good. Uh, I've enjoyed this this Lana ride between all the tables through winning the fucking mm-hmm. stupidly winning it, but still winning and being the sole survivor of her team at Survivor right. Series, and now yeah, she, she just, just pinned like, the tag team champions, right? And she kind of just like fell on her, right? It wasn't on purpose, no, but it, it still happened. So yeah, so I mean, obviously, the as you do in WWE, they'll probably get a championship match next. Yeah, and I I fucking hope they win. That'd be great, great. actually. Yep. Um, New Day come to the ring. New Day. And cut a promo about the Hurt Business. And then the Hurt Business come to the ring. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. And uh, Alexander gets the pin on Woods after the lumbar check. And, uh... Man, I know And I'm he's, at. like, super celebrates. Okay. Like, off by himself. That's like, weird. he walked away, and but he was, like, celebrating up the ramp while, um... MVP and Shelton Benjamin were like, the fuck? And, yeah, it was a little weird. Are they breaking up already? I don't know what's happening. It was weird. Huh. Are we ever, like, maybe it's just me, but it seems like this fucking New Day Hurt Locker feud's been going on for, like, fucking ever. I don't know what hasn't been, because the, the brand split just happened, weeks, but God, so. it feels like fucking forever. Yeah. It's probably because I don't give a shit. Right. Um... I liked her locker better when they were supposed to own the fucking Raw Underground, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It took too long for guys to get there. It was wasting too much time. Right. Um, oh, Riddle walks up to AJ and almost next. Okay. Um, and was talking a bunch and 
almost was laughing. Uh, then he says Styles was cute. Mm. And Styles is cute. Yeah, he favorite. said something like when he's super cute when he's angry or something. Mm-hmm. And Styles didn't like that, so he shoved him. Oh, and take that. He, he got like, pushed. Yeah. And then next we get our triple threat match. Triple threat. For the number one contender. Contender. Uh, for the WWE Championship. Sure. Keith Lee versus AJ Styles versus Matt. Or don't call him Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, AJ what Styles did you expect? Victory. Right. This is a great match. It was uh, a pretty good match as I heard. I didn't see it. Yeah. And as always, you know, uh, Keith Lee wasn't the one to get pinned. So yeah. he still looks strong. No, he didn't. He loses everything, yes. but he doesn't lose anything. Right. He just well, does, he, he doesn't, doesn't win. Nothing. He doesn't win anything, but he doesn't lose anything. Right, he's just either. there. Yeah. That's even worse. Right. He's not even a loser. He's just there. Yeah. He's just it's an ridiculous. accessory. Yeah. A year like, later. The, they don't know how to treat talent there. Right. Or not how to use them, rather. Right. They might treat them well. I don't know. Yeah. But AJ won. Was that the main event? No. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, Dana Brooke is going to take on Reckoning. Seems like we haven't seen Dana Brooke in a while, so mm-hmm. there you go. And Dana Brooke picks up the win here. Is Reckoning my M? And yes. My M's mask she, fell yeah, off. It fell yeah. off like seconds into the match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the match, Mustafa Ali was pissed and like shouted at her for losing. Yes. Even though they've been losing like nonstop. All the time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and this was... Sexist and yeah. stuff. He only yeah. yells at the women. Right. Um, and then AJ Styles backstage with Omos. Okay. And the Miz and John Morrison walk up and um, give give them a peach pie. Yes. And Omos is like, that's a cupcake. Yeah. That happened. But basically it was they wanted Styles to help them. Oh yeah. And yeah, help beat down Drew McIntyre. And then Miz will cash, Miz will in. cash in, and Styles is like, "Yeah, I'll do that because I'd much rather face, face you. you. Right? It's way easier. Right? It'd be way easier to be than Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So that was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cupcake. Yeah, and then almost said it was a cupcake. That's how he said it too. It's a cupcake. Yep, that's great. I like him. He's good. I do too. We didn't even know he could speak English until. A few weeks ago. I didn't know he could speak at all until a few weeks ago. That's I didn't true. know he could speak English until a few weeks ago as well. But, well, yeah, I didn't know he could speak at all. I was led to believe he could. Mm-hmm. I was led wrong. Yeah. Um, you know what they say, you can lead a Daryl to water, but you can't make him take a bath. Mm-hmm. That's how the saying goes, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Riddle's backstage holding his neck because he got beat. And MVP and Bobby Lashley walk up. <laughs> And Riddle says, losing sucks, but at least he had the opportunity, unlike Bobby Lashley. Oh, so, nice. Uh, That's a good jab. Yeah. So now Matt Riddle's going after the U.S. championship, mm-hmm. since he couldn't get the main one. Right. Fair enough. Whatever. That's but pretty much what's going to happen. shit there, so yeah. Yeah. And, well, oh, so MVP was there, and then Lashley snuck up behind and got him with the hurt lock. Mm. Yeah. So. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. Very sneaky. Yeah. Uh, oh, Keith Lee just straight up walked up to Seamus and was like, hey, you going to turn on Drew? <laughs> and Seamus is like, no. He's <laughs> like, all right. So that's their tease that Seamus is going to turn, turn on, on Drew. Drew. Right. <laughs> that's how W, they're subtle, man. Super subtle. Jesus 
Uh, McIntyre comes to the ring. Oh, they, whatever. So McIntyre and Sheamus are teaming up against Miz and John Morrison. Okay. And uh, AJ Styles does show up Yay. and wipes out McIntyre. Yay. Um, and then the Miz goes to try to cash in. Morrison hits Starship Pain. Skull crushing finale. Uh, Styles then tries to hand the briefcase in. Um, but McIntyre ended up knocking Morrison and Miz out. And it did not get cashed in in time. Right. So Because it takes like three days to cash it in. <coughs> it does. Yeah. So It's a three day process. Right. Forms have to be filled out and quadrupled and mm-hmm. submitted and then lost and then found again. Right. And then um, resubmitted, and then sent through a query of your peers. Right. Before finally being approved. Yes. Three days later. Yes. Um, yeah, and that was Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. With that, we'll move on to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I actually watched this this week. Ringy, it was ringy, fucking, ringy. It was fucking fantastic. Ringy, D. I don't, we don't have a Ring of Honor thing yet, do we? Huh? Ring of Honor. Um, Honor, 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 Honor. None of those making sense. Ring of Honor was all right this week. Uh, the show began with Jonathan Gresham talking about the foundation's plan was to get every belt in the company, basically. Yeah. I don't know if he said belt or not. Uh, I don't either. Uh, but regardless, um, they finally released, revealed that Rhett Titus is the man underneath the octopus mask that I've been referring to. Mm-hmm. But Tracy Williams says, no, that's not, let's not show him yet. Like, they didn't care then, why would they care now? Yeah. Uh, then we got our normal Quinn McKay welcome to the show. One of my mm-hmm. favorite highlights of the show every week. I yep. am fucking in love with Quinn McKay. She yeah. is amazing and should have more responsibilities than she's currently doing because she's good at what she does. Uh, video package, Josh Woods looking back at what he did and how he surprised people with his performance in the Pure Championship before his next match, uh, which is against Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lethal and his basically says he's crowd that pure wrestling's back and when he looks back with his match with LSG that you know the judges had to determine the victor and you know that's okay because wrestling's about respect and yeah. he understands that Woods is dangerous and he's not going to underestimate him so then we have the match and you know BJ <sighs> is this is your like first good ring of honor match from the pure tournament as I've been telling you about do you want to tell the buds about it yeah this is this is the match that yeah made definitely like this is this was as good as you hyped up. Yes. Um, yeah. The three minutes in, so they keep kept talking about like how they both um, oh something with their rope breaks. They had to utilize them and how they yeah. used them and used strategy around. Right, them but them. yeah, the announcers kept like talking that up for the first few minutes, and it was really good because we're like two and a half, three minutes in. And Jay Lethal. In what the they were talking up, sorry, was that last week in Jay Lethal's match yeah. against LSG, if Lethal would have saved one of his rope breaks, he right. probably could have used oh, it and had a chance he... to win the match instead of it going to right. time limit and picking right. up the win instead of the split decision win. Yeah. Yes. That's right. why. That's it. Yep. Um, time in anyway. last week's story, which is good storytelling. So, yeah, so Lethal is in submission. He's close enough to the ropes. And he just takes an extra second, like, do I really want to use this right now, this early? And then he does, yep. which was just fucking great. It was great. Um, and, you know, they talked about how great Josh uh, Woods um, is at 
reversing things, and he that was he the thing in the match. match. He was reversing yeah, he was everything. everything. Yep, and um, and just his transitions from submission move to submission move to the knee bar to the ankle lock, and then you know into the fucking cradle for the win. Mm-hmm. Like that was great. It was and great. Was, yeah, good yeah, finish. Josh great Woods match. Picks up the win. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah Josh Woods was the winner. Yeah, good times. Yeah. That's what I was explaining to the buds and to BJ right. was what he missed for the pure tournament. Yeah. Most of it's it. It's just the little things, like, and the rules. They matter, and they're they enforced, right. and they are consistent, and right. it's fantastic. And that's the big, like, the biggest thing about it. Like, a good villain breaks rules, but you have to have well-defined rules for that villain to break. To break, yes. That's, that's what it boils down to. Yep. And I get a lot of wrestling these days tries not to go with the hill face trope, but they still do in ways, yeah. so it's... I mean, yeah. you still have to... In some of the best matches, you have to have that dynamic. Mm-hmm. You, you need know? somebody to cheer for and someone right. to cheer against. Right. It helps. Uh, after that, we got a clip of Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, and Bennett basically just says that he's grown a lot since he's left, and now he's back, and he's going to make a mark on Ring of Honor and support his friend Matt Taven. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a video clip with Mark Briscoe, and he's like, well, we're all the Ring of Honor tag team. I don't know why my brother's worried about EC3. You shouldn't be worried about him, but if you don't want this tag chat with me, I'm going to find somebody else. And I was like, hey, what? Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. But why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Who cares? Maybe they're going somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to have brother versus brother fight. I know a lot of people think that's not a good idea, but I think it's a good idea because yeah. it's real. Because right. I don't know anybody who has a brother, you know, brother brother relationship that didn't fight with their brother at least once over something. Right. Um. A quick video package with Brody King reflecting on his victory over Dalton Castle, mm-hmm. talking about how much he has in common with Shane Taylor. Um, that they both mix a common style of power and speed. And that they both know they get the world title shot, but he's going to deserve that he approves, or that he deserves the shot at the Express Scripts Pharmacy. Um, Fucking ads. Right. And then Taylor's video package talks about his win over Kenny King, uh, putting a huge weight off his shoulders. He knows he can keep climbing in the ranks. Um, He's focused on his match tonight with Brody King, and he's going to win and become the world champion. Me too. And then they fought, and it was... I mean, it was an alright Haas match. It wasn't yeah. Haasy enough. Yeah, that was my problem with it. It just it could have been a little, little, little more harder hitting. Like I get the point of kind of both those guys is they you know they can move well. They're too, they're agile but, too, in addition to being big guys. But, but when you have you could have still done that and also had it be a Haasy or Haas match, right? And still had them you know doing lariats and and flips and kicks and shit. So right. Um, but no, actually, Brody King ends up picking up the. Uh, mm-hmm. The victory here, and so he's going to be the number one contender for Russia's World Championship. Yeah. And yep. that was Ring of Honor this week. It was. Honor, honor? I don't have any. Still. We'll have to work on that. And with that, we move on to AEW Dark. Well, wait. Did we Shockwave first, then Dark? Oh, I didn't think about Shockwave. Yeah, sure. NWA Shockwave uh, debut episode. Um, that tells you I don't pay attention when you out things. Right. I know you don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it more for me than for you. I know. I'm just saying. Um, but you, yeah. Because fuck uh, you, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this was mo- mainly like if you have the United Wrestling Network, you've already seen all this stuff. Right. Um, 
but it's also yeah. been available on Fight TV already. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Um, so and on Patreon. Yeah, the first uh, we started off with an Eli Drake versus Jordan Cruz, and Eli Drake picked up the win. Yeah. Um, he sh- they should have had something with him on the mic, man. He should always. He's talk. Eli Drake. Why is he not on the microphone? Right before, after, during something. something. Somewhere he should be talking. Yep. I don't care if there's not a crowd. There should be something. I agree, hundred percent. Uh, Camille took on Heather Monroe. Yeah. Next. This was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. This is all the match. And Camille won. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. Yep. And then our main event was, uh, NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match. Nick Aldis taking on Nick Bennett. This was a pretty good match. Yeah. Nick Aldis Bennett. picked up the victory. Still your World Heavyweight Champion. Right. right. Yeah. So, at least it, it's good to see him defend. So. It was. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see Mike Bennett back in the ring, too. He's right. in good shape. He's fucking ripped. Yeah. Um, with that, we He's move on to AEW. fucking two kids and a wife to run around. That's true, too. yeah. So, yeah, with that, we move on to AEW Dark. As always, BJ will run through the card here. Take your while. Sean Spears, with Tully Blanchard by his side, took on KTB. And Sean Spears won. Of course. Ricky Starks took on Damian Fenrir. Ricky Starks won. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cutler took on Danny Limelight. And Brandon Cutler won. Peter Avalon took on John Cruz. Pretty Peter Avalon won. Shayna took on Tesha, returning Shayna. Yes. Too. Mm-hmm. Took on Tesha Price. I was going to say the returning Shayna won. Mm-hmm. Kylan King took on Catalina Perez. Kylan King won. Best Friends took on Adam Priest and Sean Maluda. And Best Friends won. Leva Bates took on Alex Garcia. And Leva Bates won. The Gun Club, uh, just, oh no, all three, uh, took on Angel Fashion, VSK, and Sean Donovan. And the Gun Club won. Yep. Uh, Matt Seidel took on Aaron Solo. Matt Seidel won. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno of the Dark Order took on Baron Black. Hashtag and join Dark Soul. Order. Yes, Dark Order won. Mm-hmm. Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr., the, what are they again? Something blondes. Yeah. Uh, urban blondes. The not Hollywood blondes. Right. The uh, something other than Hollywood blondes. Varsity. The varsity, varsity blondes. blondes. That's it. Uh, took on Caesar Bononi and Ryzen. The visor visor blondes won. Yeah. yeah the visor blondes. Uh, Eva Lise took on Lindsay Snow. And Eva Lise won. The acclaimed uh, Matt Caster. Yes. Matt Caster and Anthony Bowens took on George South Jr. and Bobby Hayward. The acclaimed one. We'll talk about them later, too. Mm-hmm. Chaos Project of Lutheran Serpenico took on Alex Chamber and Seth Gargas. Chaos Project won. Red Velvet took on Lady Frost. Red Velvet won. And Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus took on Alan Angels and Creston Vance uh, and Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Jurassic Express won. Yeah, Jurassic Express won that one. Yeah. It's probably not Dark Order. No. Those are the jobbers of the Dark Order. Right. Alan Angels and Preston Vance. Mm-hmm. So five and ten. Five and ten. And with that, winner's coming yeah. on your face. Fucking winner. Fucking winner came all over our faces. It really did. This was a good episode of Dynamite. Jesus Christ. We started off with the uh, Dynamite 
Diamond Battle Royal. Oh, fuck. I forgot about this with everything else that happened. This was yeah. all right. It's this a Battle okay. Royal. What are you going to do? Uh, so it had Sean Spears, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, Wardlow, Sammy Guevara, Mira. Miro. Miro. I got those backwards. Sammy Guevara. Miro. Miro. There you go. <laughs> Matt Seidel, mm-hmm. Mark Quinn, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, John Orange. Silver, Alex Reynolds, Luther, Serpenico, Adam Hangman Page, Jungle Boy, MJF, Kip Sabian, and Lee Johnson. Shit happened. Lots of shit happened. Uh, I mean, Paige... There was a spot where the Dark Order saved Hangman from getting eliminated. Mm-hmm. So, like always, Hangman was there to help a friend out. So they're teasing Dark that Order some more. Dark Order was help, there to help a Hangman. That's mm-hmm. what I said, right? No, you said Hangman was there to help a friend out. Oh, no, I, said, I meant they're always there to help a friend out. Yeah. They being the Dark Order, my bad. And right. then, yeah, and then we also had... Um, Orange got pulled out of the ring and beat the fuck out of on the outside, but he mm-hmm. wasn't eliminated. Right. Uh, and then we got down to Jungle Boy, Orange still on the outside, uh, MJF, yeah. Wardlow, and Sammy Guevara. Yep. And Guevara and Jungle Boy were fighting on the turnbuckle. And MJF mm-hmm. pushed Jungle Boy out, and it accidentally took Guevara out with him. And so they got eliminated, and yeah. Guevara was upset, but MJF was like, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry, it was an accident, because he didn't, he was right. just trying to eliminate Jungle Boy. Yeah. And then, so then MJF and Wardlow thought they won, but the bell didn't ring, and they yeah. realized Orange was still out there, so they got Orange, and Orange was Orange, and surprised everybody, and eliminated Wardlow. Yeah. So next week, we'll get MJF versus Orange Cassidy for the fucking diamond ring. Yep. Motherfuckers. Right. Want some wills? What do you think? MJF, want and will? Because we're also getting the inner circle thing next week. The and the ring's a bigger yeah. deal. I know on a heel than it is on a right on a face. Like to the, to a face, it's just a ring. With MJF, it's a fucking weapon. Right to help him win. That's true, but it could be a prize for Orange. He could just put it on like his pinky or something. I don't like. I don't know. I don't think he would even do that. I don't feel like that even. He could wear it on a necklace. That I could see him doing. I could see him put it on a necklace or something. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Standing over the ref, like whatever. There you go. You made me carry this stupid thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Frankie Kazarian took on the demo god Chris Jericho with uh, Jake Hager and Santana by his side. Yeah. This was better than I kind of expected it to be. Same too. here is a pretty solid match. Both of these guys went mm-hmm. pretty well for their ages. I mean, they have been, and they yeah. continue that trend here. Right. Um, I mean, for Kazarian's not that old, but yeah. he's not young either. Um, Jericho did pick up the win with the Judas effect, yeah. but the real story here was MJF coming in to throw out the throw in the towel. Yeah. Um, Savari stops him, but then Jericho sees Guevara with the towel and thinks Guevara's about to throw it in and gets upset at Guevara. Yep. And then after the match, the they're all fighting and arguing in the ring, and Jericho said, this is it. Next week, we either get together or we break up forever. Yep. And so we've got that next week, too. Yep. Fuck. And then backstage, uh, the Young Bucks announced that they are going to face the Hybrid 2 next week. Mm-hmm. But the Hybrid 2 is not good enough to just get a title shot. Right. They need to win. To get it. To get a title shot. Yep. So, um, and then... The acclaimed walk up, 
uh, Max Caster uh, starts busting out a freestyle on the Young Bucks. Yes. Which was really good. He's good at that shit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then Hybrid 2 show up and attack the Young Bucks. Yes. And throw him into a dumpster. And then SCU shows up just for the save. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I actually like this pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. I think just the way you said it, I think didn't imply the way I took it, but from the whole beginning part where they were talking mm-hmm. about like hybrid two doesn't deserve a title shot. Yeah. I felt that was more like a, Hey, we're not bypassing you tag teams that are actually ranked. We're just yeah. having a match with them. Like that. I felt that's how mm-hmm. they were coming at it. Whereas the way you said it, it made a formula, formula like feel more like they were heels. Like, yeah, you don't deserve a title shot. So this isn't mm-hmm. for the title. And I kind of took it as a, you know, we know there's teams ahead of you. We're not giving you a title shot. You're going to face us. But if you win, you get one. And I kind of took See, it more that way myself. Yeah. See, more I than, took it more of the Matt's new slightly dickish thing. Okay. And, See, I didn't take it that way. Yeah. I took it as an explanation more so as why they're right. jumping orders that they're not. They're not getting a title shot. They're just right. having a match. Yeah. No. But I then if it. they win. Right. So, huh. Well, we'll have to see where they go with that when yeah. we watch the match next week. For sure. I still think, uh, I, I don't think the hybrid two win. I don't either. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. All right. Um, AEW a- doesn't do that stupid shit. Yeah. That's a WWE storytelling right. thing to do. Right. Um, Dr. Britt Baker, DDS, DDS? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Rebel, mm-hmm. uh, took on Layla Hirsch. This was a good fucking match. Yeah, it was. I'm really impressed with Layla Hirsch every time I see mm-hmm. her. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's really Britt Baker. Come out of nowhere. Yeah, Britt Baker did pick up the victory here with the the dental lock, whatever yeah, the fuck it's called. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, but afterwards, Thunder Rosa hits the ring. And, she sure uh, she did. Attacks Britt, and then what? <laughs> Reba's like pretending like she's gonna get in and help, and then the referees all come out and split them up, and. <laughs> As they have Thunder in the uh, corner, then Reba comes over and punches her. Yep. And it was Reba's hilarious. great. She's so good at what yeah. she does. She plays great. her role very mm-hmm. well. All right. And then Darby Allen is teaming with Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah, the tag team match. Against Ricky Starks and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. I'll be honest, like, other than Hobbs looking really good. Yeah. I don't really remember much of the match. I know Darby won the match for the faces with the coffin drop on yeah, Ricky Starks. Darby got that on Starks, yeah. And, I mean, that's pretty much all it was. Uh, Hobbs looked, looked strong. Really. There was a good hot tag from mm-hmm. Darby to Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that didn't matter. None of that mattered. None of that mattered because then, the match did not as like Team Taz is beating the fuck out of Cody and mm-hmm. everybody, who comes to the fucking rescue... Motherfucking sting! Not yet. Oh. You gotta build up to it. Motherfucking Dustin Rhodes. Oh, I meant after they already got beat up. Yeah, it was whatever. Dustin Rhodes yeah. got beat up, and Arn was getting beat up, yeah. and everybody was but getting Dustin beat up. Dustin came out, because he wasn't out there yet. And then Cage came out. And then Sting. And then fucking Sting. It was great. Lights went out, and mm-hmm. fucking video started playing, and I didn't recognize it. Yeah, it was all this, like, winter... It was a winter-themed video, like, pictures of animals in snow, and, like... And then it was motherfucking Sting! Right? And then, like, one of the last things it shows is a crow on a roof and then yeah then it said Sting's name and yep. then he walks out and Shivani 
His call of it was oh. so just fucking chill and using up the fucking spine, yeah. goosebumps up and down the arms and legs. So good. Like, Fantastic. I'm kind of getting. Me too, just chills, talking just about, it. about it. Me too, it was like, so good. It was. It triggered that nostalgia button that just like. And the thing is, we talked about, like, before, there was rumors weeks ago. We're like, oh, if it didn't happen here, this isn't going to happen until at least, you know, the next pay per view. Surprise, motherfucker. Sting's here. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the crowd. The crowd was perfect for it. For what people were there, they were just fucking phenomenal. They were losing like, their minds because it was fucking it's Sting. It's fucking Sting. He's already got merch and um, everything. Yeah. And he cut, so, right? What a surprise. Um, and I had this for news and rumors, but in 12 hours, it become, became the most t-shirts from one person sold on pro wrestling tees in 24 hours. I had it too. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that. Um, but saw so that anyway, so he comes to the ring, clears out all the heels, mm-hmm. um, and then he he went generationally, yes. and he like stared at Arn, and then he walked over and he stared at Dustin, and then he walked over and he stared at Cody, and then him and Darby just had a fucking stare down, stare down. Everybody else looked and a little bit afraid, but Darby just got up. He got his face. face. And here's what, and I don't know if you caught this part. But my my thing is, so like when Sting comes up to him, he looked at one side of his face and then the other, and then the other, and it was like, when this is over, Darby completely paints his face. Probably, I think that's what like that's the transition will be. Yeah, to um, like it visually signify the transition, right? Yeah. Like the change think, in Darby. Yeah, I could be down for that. Um, cause it was just like, you know, why, why only the half? Why, what, you know, go and either go all or don't go at all. Right. And yeah, that's what I kind of liked about it. And that kind of gave me chills too. Just, I mean, that's the perfect team up. That's even what they were teasing yeah. before. It was Darby was and Sting. <laughs> Darby and Sting. And, or not teasing, but people were talking about. They like, have been teasing it with Darby sitting up in the well, crowd yeah, like Sting and shit. Team. Fuck Yeah. That too. They've been teasing this for a little, little while now, and I'm excited. I don't know the layout of uh, Daily's it's place weird. that well. It's weird. But God, wouldn't it be cool if next week, one side of the stadium or whatever arena, uh, Darby did that, and then on the other side... Sting did it. Sting did it. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. That would be sweet. And they're just like staring at each other the whole fucking two hours. Like... <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. It would be fun. I agree. They just cut up to him every once in uh-huh. a while. Or, yeah. Take that. Be much. great. Yeah. And then we go to commercial break and come back. And Tony or and Tony Schiavone reveals that Tony Khan let him know that he is signed that uh, Sting is signed to a multi-year deal. Yep. So. So we'll be seeing plenty of Sting. Right. I just and the way they've been using Legends, I'm yeah. excited to see what they do with him. Me too. I really hope. They've got yeah, Jake uh, and Taz in a good role. Let's get him in a good one. And Arn. Yep. And, and Tully. And Tully, yeah. And Vicky. Mm-hmm. Icky Vicky. Icky Vicky. As my wife likes to call her. Yeah. Um, She's not Icky. Timmy would call her that, too. She's not Icky, though. No. No. It rhymes. It does. Mm-hmm. We'd call her... Sticky Vicky. Sticky Vicky. <laughs> I think that's worse. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if I'd rather be Icky or Sticky. Um, I don't know. I, get, I would rather be icky. I feel like being sticky would make me feel gross, but if yeah. I'm just icky, I'd get used to it eventually. Right. Because then that just bothers other people. Right. Fuck other people. Fuck other people. 
Except you buzz. buzz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> we know what's That's important. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh, Alex Marvez interviews Hikaru Shida backstage mm-hmm. and asks her if she's afraid of Abaddon. <laughs> Which was great because yeah. she's like, no, except she obviously yeah. is. So. Right. Well, she's like, no, she's just a girl doing zombie cosplay. I do cosplay. <laughs> and then... There's a noise there's from a noise somewhere, and she and is. And she's her. like, oh, no. Oh, I'm getting out of here before something happens. Right. And then, yeah, well, no. <laughs> she's like... No, she's like, can, can we do that again? And he's like, no, no, oh, we're no, live. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was good. It was good. I loved it. Um... We got Moxley cutting a promo before their match, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to go out there and make everyone go banana. Banana. Yep. That was an homage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. Let's top it ahead in news and rumors. Yeah. Um, For sure. Main event? Main event! AEW World Heavyweight Championship match. Yes. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. And we have Don Callis joining us on commentary again, as he did a few weeks ago. We did. That's a true story. Um, Interesting. Yeah, this was, I mean, it was a, this good, was a good match, too. It was a too. really good match. Uh, they got two commercial breaks. I had to watch it a second time um, because I did the internet well. kept fucking up on us the first right. time we tried to watch it. Yeah, I did as well. I watched the whole second half again. I just watched this match, right. but it was worth it. Because I had to watch. I watched from Sting to... It was so good. Well, the, I watched the finish of the tag match. To the yeah, this was a really good championship really match. Really good championship match. Uh, towards the end, Kenny is down on the outside. Uh, it he seems was. like he's fucked up his eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan Callis, being the good friend that he is, comes down to check on Kenny. Um, and Moxley's sick of the shit yep. and thinks he's faking it. So he just goes and grabs... Omega. Kenny and throws him in the ring and Don Callis didn't like that he's like no he comes down with the microphone he's like no he's hurt that to stop that and uh, Callis gets knocked down and kind of passes the microphone yep. on to Kenny and uh, the it. referee checks on Don Callis <coughs> Kenny uses it and bust open uh, Moxley and then he hits like what four fucking brutal ass fucking V triggers before finally hitting the one winged angel. One two three. One, two, new three. AEW new champion, champion Omega. Right. And, and Omega and fucking Don Callis book it the fuck out the okay. arena. But they ran so awkwardly. It yeah, was it was hilarious. a weird run. It was funny. And uh, but uh, you know to save the day, Alex Marvez just pops out, which is great. I love I'm when like, Alex, Alex Marvez, Marvez is so good. Out. He's so good. Yeah, but I'm glad they got him in a good role. To interview Omega and, and Callis, and they're like, right. if you want to find out, you have to check out Impact. Yep. Impact Tuesday nights on Access and Twitch. Yeah. I had to correct someone on Squared Circle because they like threw a fit. Like, Access only has 25% of the viewers that TNT has, and who's going to watch Impact? That's fucking stupid. And, and I'm like, well, we all have Twitch, so watch it there. Right. Fucking dumbass. Just make sure you. I got like a hundred upvotes for that. Just prepare your. Just make sure you're prepared for the mute button because you don't want to listen to Brian Cage's fucking girlfriend tell no, you what you that's literally true. just fucking watch. Like I just watched mm-hmm. it, bitch. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. Why but, do you work here? Right. Nobody wants this. Yeah. But anyway, so Except yeah, tune into Tuesdays. Like I'm stoked to see where this goes. We got 
and or we got uh, AEW working with NWA, working with Impact now, and, and we've been getting rumors and teases of New Japan right. too. So um, I saw someone say uh, I, I Bullet Club America right now. It could happen. Um, I saw we the got, sign. Hmm? I saw the sign. Did it open up your eyes? It did. As a matter of fact, I saw nice. the sign. Um, yeah, like because yeah, we got um, Gallows and Anderson. Over there, and then you got Kenny and the Bucks, and yeah, mm-hmm. like this could this could be good. this is could be good, and yeah, if you God, if you did New Japan, if they joined into this after we can go to Japan, mm-hmm. like Japan, or Japan can come here. I'm in Japan. Could you imagine a giant like America versus Japan stadium show once a year where you just see? You know, yeah. A giant stadium show? Yeah. It's easy if you try. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I would, oh, my God. I would love to go see something like that where you got, you know. Think, like. Like, All Out, All In was the first time. Almost. Like, they bring everyone from everywhere. And, yeah. That's what I was going to say is it's almost like All Out or All In, the first one. Right. We went to. Right, because, yeah, we had Okada there. We had... We've been to all of them except the one you couldn't go to. Right. It's true. But with that, I guess we'll move on to NXT, which I didn't watch. And I highly doubt it was anywhere as good. I don't even know what happened. It can't be as good as fucking Winter's Coming. Right. Um, Because they don't have Sting. Yeah. We had Damian Priest and Leon Ruff teaming up to take on Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza. Okay. Um, Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. And, uh... Priest and, and uh, Ruff actually pick up the win. Ruff. So. He's champion. He should win. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, Priest hits his finisher on Mendoza, and then Ruff hits a splash and picks up the win. Okay. Which is dope. I love Leon Ruff. Me too. Like he's I've been a fan a of him since I started team. using him as a jobber during the beginning right. of the pandemic. So. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, so, team... Whoever's the leader, I don't know, Candace, right? The women's war games team? Yeah. I think Candace is the leader, I'm pretty yeah. sure. She talks shit. She's with her team and was talking shit about Shotzi because she doesn't have her whole team together yet. Oh, well, I mean, you know, they got time. They got until fucking Sunday. Right. Which is today right. for you buds out there. It's two days because yeah. BJ and I record on fucking Friday. Right. Fucking Friday. We did because I got shits to do tomorrow. Uh, me too. Like put up a Christmas tree. Like video games. Right. I gotta go put up a Christmas tree. Not at my house. <gasps> I have to work. Uh, Legit. Uh, yeah. Then we got August Gray versus Cameron Grimes. Yes, Cameron Grimes won. Yeah. Um, and but there was still some Dexter Loomis showed shit. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see this. <coughs> yeah. so they're having a strap match on Sunday. That'll be dope. I like my good strap mat. I like last year, so. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas took on Tony Nice next. Um, we haven't seen Jake Atlas for a while, so nice yeah. to see him back on the TV. Jake Atlas picked up the win, too. Good for him. It's about time. Maybe they're going to start using him again now that he's back. Yeah. Back again. Atlas is back. Tell a friend. Yeah. Guess who's uh, back? Atlas back. And he says pretty much he's coming after the 
Oh, he wants to start at the bottom and build himself back up to... Me too. Uh, beat Pablo Escobar or whatever. Yeah, because then he can be like, I started Drugs at the dealer. bottom and now we're here. Started from the bottom and now we're here. I don't know why, but I like hearing you call him Drugs McDealer. It makes me happy on the insides. Yeah, because I can't remember his name. Um, Drugs McDealer works, so man. Pat McAfee's crew heads to the ring. Um, oh, I bet this was good. With the, which is Danny Bird, Tony Larkin, Pete Dunn. Um, and Pat McAfee. Yeah. And He's then they got a promo. Yeah. Yeah, Pat McAfee, of course. He's part of the Pat McAfee crew. Yeah. I figured that was implied, but I didn't think I needed to say it. You do. Okay, sorry. It's okay. That's true, because he's not there all the time. Right. In fact, he's rarely there in the scheme of things, in the scheme of NXT, in the history of NXT. Well, the history, yeah. But yeah, they kind of promo about how they're going to beat the fuck out of Undisputed Era at right. War Games right. on Sunday today yeah. for you both out there. And then the fans suck, of course. So, yeah. Right. But I love this. Fucking group. They're pretty dope. Me too. Yeah. And then, um... Did we get any kind of retaliation from Undisputed? I don't think so. Fair enough. Nope. Do we see them, maybe? Well, we'll get there, I guess. Maybe. We don't know. We didn't watch. Yeah, we're just... I don't know. Like, I didn't uh, watch Ups and Downs or anything. I, no I don't like their... Up, they, I don't like his Ups and Downs. Adam, yeah. He's not as good as Simon. I don't know. I only watch... Simon videos. Like, even if I use start a top ten, if it's not Simon, I usually turn it off. Um, depends. Depends. Unless, if, unless I really want to see it. <coughs> um, Ever Rise was supposed to take on the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah, they were supposed to. Um, before, but before the match, Imperium attacks Ever Rise. Yes. And then um, they take their place in the match. Mm-hmm. So now it's the Grizzled Young Vets versus Imperium. Yes. Yeah. I think Imperium. And it was a new con- no, no, new contest. A new no, contest. It was a new contest that went to no contest. Gotcha. Ha. Saved it. <laughs> uh, because Everrise came back out. Oh, okay. That makes sense. They were probably best off, wouldn't you be? Well, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, and then we got a thatch and thatch, thatch as thatch can training session. Okay. Um, I like these. I always like these. Right. He's training because he's going to face Champa on Sunday. And he's always a dick to the dude and won't break the hold when the guy taps and shit. Mm-hmm. It's great. Right. And then we got, I think this was our main event. Main event. Yeah. Main event. Main event. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart in a ladder match for the War Games Advantage. War Games. I saw Shotzi Blackheart do a tope. Whichever <coughs> one's through the middle and top rope. And I also saw her holding the briefcase on top of the ladder. Yes. So Shotzi won. Um, That's all I know about this match. Yeah. And then afterwards, she announced that uh, EO is going to be her final member. So E-I-O. her team is now complete. And on this farm, he had a cow. E-I-E-I-O, Shirai. Okay. Well, that's... Did you just call you Shirai, Cal? That's mean, dude. That's, I guess I did imply that, although it was unintentional, so I apologize. I did not mean to call yeah. E-O, Shirai, Cal. It was just the first 
animal that came to mind, right. I guess. Well, I think it's the first one on the fucking song. But as BJ and I mentioned, it's Friday for us, and that yeah, means SmackDown hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and no, it starts in 45 yeah. minutes. So we're not going to tell you what happened on SmackDown. No, because we like, don't care. Oh, I don't care. No, SmackDown's okay now. I, I kind of... I, I like Roman, um, which is weird to say. But also... We can't see into the future. Valid. That's really the reason. Yeah. Like, if I could see... I would tell you what happened. Two hours and 45 minutes into the future... I would tell you what happened. I would totally tell you what would happen. Yeah. Even though for you... It's in the past. It's in the past. It's not for us. It's not for us. Right. So instead, let's tell you about something that is in the past, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. As you buds know, we've got both the World Tag League... And the best of the Super Junior tur- the, 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 the Super Junior Junior Super Jesus Christ, fuck. dude! The best super of the Super Juniors, juniors tournament, tournament mm. occurring right now. So I'm not gonna go as I said last week. Way too many matches, even though there's only like three tag leagues and three best Super Juniors since we talked last week. Um, yeah. World Tag Team League standings with ten points. We have representing Chaos Tomohiro Ishii. Toriano at five so and two, good. tied for God, eight points. Uh, it's actually what a two, four, six-way tie for eight points. Jesus, chaos of Hiroki mm-hmm. Goto and Yoshihashi. Okay, There's, these are all four and three, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson, one yeah. of last year's finalists. The new tag team of Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb mm-hmm. at four and three as well. The Gorillas of Destiny, also one of last year's finalists of Tama Tonga and Tom Tongaloa, four and three. Mm-hmm. Representing LIJ, we have Sonata and Shingo Takaji. And representing Suzuki Goon, we have Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. So they're all right there. Yeah. So two points behind. So they're still all in contention. Honestly, it would make sense, even storyline wise, for it to be Sabre Jr. And Tai Chi, that's his tag partner, right? Yes. Versus Ishii and Yano. Tai Chi. That would honestly make the most sense. Yeah, and Tai Chi, yeah, with Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. being the uh, current tag team champions, absolutely. Um, And I will say, honestly, those have been my two favorite teams to watch in this tournament. And I'm I'm only only one episode behind on the tag league right now. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Zack Sabre Um, Jr., Tai Chi. Uh, Ishiyano and um, fucking Finjuice have been the standouts in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and then at six points and still mathematically in contention uh, is representing the Bullet Club, Evil and Yojiro Takahashi. And then obviously eliminated we have with four points representing the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. Like, Bad Luck Fale is such a big dude. Mm-hmm. He loses so much. He's, just, he's not that good. That's why he loses. I mean, I get it, but, like, dude, he should be. He's, like, nails. They don't use him properly. <laughs> they don't use him as a big guy, like, no. just dominating like a big dude. Right. But that's not really the Japanese style, so I get it. Mm-hmm. And then, in last place, uh, we have the team of Toa Hanare and Hiroshi Tanahashi, that stupid, sexy motherfucker. They're 1-6. I was going to ask if they won one yet, though. They're 1-6. At six, least they won man. one. Do you know who they beat? Um... I want to say it was, I'm pretty sure it was Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I could be mistaken about that. I love Chase Owens as well. Um, yeah. 
Just because he can be tagged. With anybody, with anybody. and works well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and then for the best of the Super Junior, 27 standings. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 7 of 9 as well. Uh, so with 10 points, we have El Desperado, Hiromo Takahashi, Sho, and your current IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Taiji Ishimori. They're 5 and 2. Uh, at 8 points, we have Bushi and Master Wado. At 6 points, and still technically in range of winning, or uh, being in one of the finals, rather, we have Robbie Eagles and Taguchi. At 2 points, we have Doki. And with zero points, we have Yui Mura, which, again, Yui Murray doesn't even have knee pads or elbow right. pads. So, yeah, right. the Young Lion's obviously not probably going to win any matches in this nine. Yeah. Um, if he gets one, they think really highly of this kid. Yeah. Just saying. And then, um, yeah, and then what, tonight, I believe, is uh, the next night of the tag team, mm. night eight, and we will get to see... Uh, that happens, so yeah. that'll be good times. Good times. It happens at 4.30 a.m. Eastern time if you're about nice. to enjoy the World Tag League. Now, isn't it the finals of the Super Juniors where Leo Rush is showing up, I think? I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where he's having his match at. Well, it's the the finals are the same for both. Well, okay, it's that's right. They're doing one. The, the ninth night is just going to go back and forth between mm-hmm. World Tag, Best Super Juniors, World Tag, Best Super Juniors. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure those are like the co-main events for the tenth night, the finals right. night, is going to be those two are going to be the main events where right. the top points leaders will face each other. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think, like you said, Leo Rush is supposed to be there. And yeah. I think they've announced a couple other matches for the card as well already, but yes. I don't remember off the top of my head who or what they are. Yeah. I um, hope I hope being in Japan helps Leo Rush. Like, I really want to see this kid succeed. Me too. He's got so much talent. I don't want to see right. him not use it. Right. You know? And, yeah. And he wants to use it. And that's the thing. He's just he's just a dumb kid. That's all. Yeah. We're all dumb kids. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and WWE's not the fit for everybody. It's not. And speaking of people, it's, it's not a, a fit for anybody. Uh, apparently, some people it's apparently not a fit for. It's number 22, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. As yep. BJ and I continue counting down the top 100 of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. We've moved on to already 22, Mr. Lethal himself. Yep. Um, I'm going first this week. We determined this all fair, but my match is from June 13th, 2010. So early in the decade... I watched one Mr. Legal take on, Legal Lethal, take on AJ Styles. Nice. This was TNA's Slammiversary. Okay. Uh, this was a fantastic match. Um, my only complaint was Ric Flair's distractions in the match actually took away from the match itself. Mm-hmm. And didn't have any outcome on the effect of it, because Lethal won, regardless of the interference and distractions by Ric Flair. Um... This was a great fucking match, and easily one of the better matches I've watched here in a while. Um, you know, I mean, with some exceptions, Adam Coles was fucking phenomenal. As on some others, uh, Kurt Angles was great, too, when we did his not too long ago. Um, and, you know, Nick Aldis as well, Omegas, because I watched him mm-hmm. in Okada, like, fuck. But yeah, this was great. This is up there. Um, not Okada Omega great, but this no. was a good match. Yeah. I um, mean... I think my favorite thing about it, though, was seeing how good these guys were and knowing neither of them had yet mm-hmm. even come close to hitting their peaks. It'd be a few years before either of them hit their peaks or mm-hmm. even started to hit their peak, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
So what's easy to say is Jay Lethal's one of easily one of the best twenty five on this list that we've watched. Yeah. Because we're in the top twenty five now. What's not easy is where he goes on this fucking list, right. man. I, it's hard to put him ahead of Jericho. Right. Because Jericho's had such a huge impact everywhere. WWE, New Japan, AEW, all within that decade. He's also a superstar in the music world. He's a legend. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sure Lethal will go down as a legend as well. Oh, yeah. But Lethal's claim is really Ring of Honor and, and TNA, unfortunately. Right. That's his... That's it. He's been the best in both of those companies for... A very, very long time. Almost 20 years. <laughs> like, since the beginning Plus, of both of them. he's one of the few guys... In my opinion, one of the few guys in the history of wrestling that have been able to very successfully pull off serious and comedy. Yeah. There are few and far between. Mm-hmm. Austin did it. Kurt Angle did it. The Rock did it. John Cena could do it. Yeah. I feel like Lethal's another one of those guys that can knock that out of the park. Oh, yeah. What about your match, mate? BJ, who'd you watch Lethal face this week? I watched Jay Lethal face Stevie Richards. Okay. In a Ring of Honor, or, uh, yeah, it's a Ring of Honor Proving Ground match. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it was at a Proving Ground, or I don't know. Okay. But that's what it said. And uh, this was from, what is it, 2015? Okay. Yeah. September 26, 2015. Gosh. Um, Good match? Fuck yeah. When watching this, I forgot... I didn't know Stevie Richards was still wrestling into the 2010s. Yeah. That's impressive. And still damn good. He was always good Um, back in the day. I feel like he was underappreciated for how good he was when he wrestled. I always forget how good Stevie Richards was until I see Stevie Richards wrestle again. I get that. Um, I'm sure you're not alone in that sentiment. Like, he's he never one of the names honest. on the top of my head, but, like, when I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah. I oh, yeah, Stevie Richards. I remember that guy. Fuck yeah. I was watching that guy wrestle. Yeah. Right. Um, but, no, this was great. I always felt like he played good characters, too. Sorry, but mm-hmm. I always felt like he was a good character worker as well yeah. as, as an in-ring performer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this was also for the Ring of Honor world title. Jay Lethal was the champion coming in. Okay. Um, and like I said, fantastic match. Jay Lethal wins with the lethal injection. Nice. Um, Such a good retains move. the championship. That's actually how he uh, beat AJ as well. So okay. lethal injection. Yeah. Um, so what about the ranking? Which is such a fucking fantastic finishing name, too. Actually, anyway. you're right. It's not just a good finishing move, but it has a right. great name that right. works not only because his last name's Lethal as far as his character goes, because I'm pretty sure that's not his Christian name, but. Right. Um, but it works for the gimmick name of his move, too, which mm-hmm. is just fucking amazing. Exactly. And, yeah. And and I also have to bring up, like, <clears throat> still one of my favorite clips ever is him and Ric Flair's woo-off. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. That shit is fucking I've, hilarious. I've watched that oh every time God. we've talked about Ric Flair on the podcast. And I had to watch his match for the last one, Top 100. Yeah. And, so like, I, anytime I get into that Ric Flair rabbit mm-hmm. hole of YouTube videos, that's yeah. one of the few things I always try and find since yeah. you turned me on to it. It's so good. It um, is really good. Yeah, and his his time as Black Machismo was also was really great. great. Um, that's actually what I was kind of referring to when I was talking about being able to mix comedy with right. with serious is because Black Machismo was both. Right. It was both. And yeah. he did it very well. And we got to see a little bit of that live at All In. Mm-hmm. He pulled that gimmick out one last time at All In. Yep. And it had Poffo in his corner, yeah. too. 
Um, Which, in case your buds don't know, is the genius right. Macho Man's brother. Yeah. Lanny Potter. Um, and I also need to bring up the fantastic point that... So, this is how small-time fucking Ring of Honor was at one point. The okay. person uploading this to YouTube and whose YouTube channel it was on... Mm-hmm. was actually Stevie Richards. Oh, this was on his YouTube channel. Yeah, it wasn't even on, like, the Ring of Honor YouTube channel. It wasn't on, like, some sketchy person's. It's great. The guy that's in this match is on his YouTube, All right. which is fantastic. But anyway. Where do you rank? Um, Ranking-wise... Yeah, that's the hard part. <sighs> yeah. Like, he did have... I mean, he had a great decade. He's been Ring of Honor champion how long throughout this decade. He ran Impact forever. He's the current tag team um, champion. Yeah, Honor current tag team John champion. Gresham, one of the, one of the um, most important factions currently in Ring of Honor. So, I mean, that's still a big deal, doing it this day and age. Yeah, and... He's been going for a long time. He's right. a he's Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's not already, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already in. Oh. In Observers, anyway. I don't think he is, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the full... I haven't paid attention to it ever. Actually, this year, with people going in this year, is the first time I've ever paid any attention yeah, to it. me too. That's why I'm like, I don't know. And now I've been learning. I've actually listened to like eight hours of podcasts just about the Observer. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm so um, into it. Like, I'm super stoked to learn more yeah. about it. Like, I... Okay, so I have a hard time putting him ahead of Chris Jericho. I have a hard time putting him ahead of uh, John Moxley. Um, just because of Moxley's impact everywhere. I mean, not just, like... I mean, you gotta admit, The Shield was bigger, and his run with that was right. better than anything that... Oh, yeah. Close to anything. That, I didn't mention him, but you're right. I mean... You know, that's still there. Um... Right. No, you're right. I didn't mention Moxley in my list of guys that he's not better than, but he's still top. I mean, he's still really good. It's still, it's going to be like him, Cole, Kenny, Aldis. I don't know who was where, but in that area. That's the ballpark. Yeah, it's going to be rough next week. So, like, top top ten. He won't get locked in. How about that? I, I think I concur with that. I don't in. see him getting locked in either. I could be mistaken, but I don't either. But yeah, we'll find out next week when we reorder because there's only one wrestler left. But before we get to that wrestler, we're going to mm-hmm. move on to news and or rumors. Sorry, I didn't want to do this. Um, oh, did I? Sp- oh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Pat Patterson has passed away, Buzz. Yeah. Yeah, cancer he, finally got the best of him. Seventy nine years old. Yeah, so he mean yeah he, had no clue. But he's one of those. I mean, he's responsible for so much mm-hmm. of our childhood with wrestling. Hulk Hogan, so Ultimate Warrior, The Macho Man, like all those yeah. characters, all those stories, all those gimmicks, like Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Right, he's the first Intercontinental Champion. He invented the Royal Rumble. He invented the yeah. He invented Rio de Janeiro. I don't know if he invented it, but... <laughs> yeah, he did. He'll be missed. He's a legend. He's, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. And that was legend. the... Uh, He's one of the greatest minds ever in wrestling. And that was... I mean, not to think about... Just to think about, too, the Gerald Briscoe... Stooge stuff Stooge he did stuff. during the Amazon Oh, my era. God. That shit was great. Right? They would do anything for a laugh. Yeah. Like... And he was hilarious. And I watched... Um, 
oh, now I want to go back and watch them again. But when he was on those round tables that they did. Yeah, those are always good. Oh, and so he was yeah, Jericho he was uh, on today, Friday for your buds out there. The Talk is Jericho podcast, uh, hosted by Chris Jericho, in case you're not aware. Had was a, or sorry, no, the Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. podcast was a throwback to uh, an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Pat Patterson. It was really good. I enjoy it. And, you know, you're right, though, BJ. He was fucking hilarious. He yeah. would do anything for a laugh back in the Attitude Era. Yeah, and it didn't matter. Right. And they were, yeah. And speaking of a guy who's hilarious and will do just about anything for a laugh, after John Silver won and retained the Be The Elite Championship on <laughs> Be The Elite this week, which is a YouTube show featuring a lot of the elite and their friends from AEW, uh, they have their own championship, and John Silver's currently their champion, and yes. he retained. Yes. And as Throwing part mustard, of that... Throwing mustard packets. Yes, and as part of his victory, uh, in addition to retaining his title, Nick Jackson sent him $1,000, yeah. and now... Uh, John Twitter has been, or John Twitter, John Silver has randomly been receiving payouts from PayPal uh, from people because his username was on Be The Elite. So that's interesting that fans are just sending him money randomly like his bucket. Um, Carl Fredericks is leaving LA to head back to Japan. Okay. So we might be seeing him on future cards as well as he makes his return. So that's interesting because he was supposed to be out. He hasn't been gone long enough. So. I just my 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 first news and rumors is hilarious. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, so good. So I never had heard this story before, but it came out this week that when the Miz, um, he found out writers were not allowed to attend the after party for WrestleMania. Yeah. So after twenty at WrestleMania twenty eight, he ended up buying all of them for himself rather than going to the party. He bought mm-hmm. dinner for all the staff that were, or all the writers that weren't allowed to go to the after party. Didn't you do that one last week? I don't know, did I? I think so, but no. We, we might have talked about it Wednesday when oh, we watched Dynamite as well. So no, let's go to the Mud Guys and tell us. Yeah, let us know. They're free. Yeah. Um... The Observer noted that um, Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss are babyface, and that Randy Orton, being such a great heel, is going to complete their babyface turn. He's turning them babyfaces. Okay. So we'll see how that goes for The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. I don't think it works. I don't think The Fiend works as a babyface. I don't think he can. You could do a split with the Mr. Rogers character being a babyface, like legit. Mm -hmm. And I think that would differentiate them even more, but I don't think the theme can be I don't no. I don't think it works. No. So hopefully observers wrong. You know what would be dope? Hmm. If like Randy Orton made the fiend lose his powers and mm-hmm. then they And that's and then they stay they stay gone and they like you kind of just get the regular Bray Wyatt. The Fiend doesn't come around much anymore. No right. supernatural stuff for a while. And then the fans start coming back. And it comes back when they do. And we, yeah. And then it comes back when they do. And he can do his spooky shit as long as the fans are on his side. That's great. I like that. You could make it work. That's how you make it work. WWE's not going to do that. They're just going to have Randy burn down... Bray's house again or something. Fire, yeah. fire, fire. He'll catch Alexa Bliss on fire. Probably something stupid. Who knows? 
was happy with fire. Um, so it's been a while since someone got caught on fire. Apparently, Vince McMahon has been so insistent on doing tribute to the troops that they're working on doing something in some kind of altered format for a tribute to the troops. Probably early next year, so yeah. we'll see. It'll be virtual, obviously. Um, ringside news. You know what he should do for tribute for the troops? He should make Donald Trump join Kiss My Ass Club. That'd be great. I would appreciate that. Um, ringside news is saying that SmackDown is taping Friday. Uh, it's already taped from 11.30 to 2.00. Um, okay. And then they have to work. I don't know what they're taping, but they have to do a taping from eleven thirty to two, and then they still have to be around to actually do the live SmackDown from eight to ten. Okay. So they're going to be there all fucking day long. So don't be surprised if matches go short and guys mm-hmm. are tired and shit. So yeah. same. Okay. Um, there's currently no timetable for Mandy Rose's returns. They don't have anything for her creatively. So okay, that I, sucks. That's fucking stupid. Like, here's my thought on this, right? And, like, I'm not even coming from the normal, like, oh, she's hot, you know, kind of whatever. But here, she is. All you need to do is put her on your TV. That's it. That's that's, that's your creative. Is she on your TV? Can teenage boys, your 18 to 35s, look at her? That's your demographic, right? Can they see her? No. Well, there you go. Right. You fucked up, and it's not that old. Fucking bitch hole. Um, um, like, I, here's my thing with this, like, stop breaking partnerships up. If you don't have anything to do with people. Exactly. Like when they're together, they had things to do and now they're apart and they're doing nothing. Like, I mean, they're just now starting to do a little something with Billy Nothing much. Vince hates tag teams. So and Vince hates tag teams. He has to pay four people for a match when he can only pay two. He's always hated that. I know. I've heard it from so many hates, different sources. That's why he hates managers. Yeah. That's why he hates, like, all that. Because yeah, he has whatever. to pay all the stuff you need to make wrestling work. Right. And it's just bullshit. Last one, and this is kind of a letdown after everything else. Uh, Sanjay Dutt is apparently working full-time for NXT now. Oh, okay. So. Cool. That's pretty dope. I thought it was dope. I like Sanjay Dutt. Me yeah. too. That's why I mentioned it. But yeah, that's that's all I had. It was a light dark right. compared to the rest. I don't know why I saved that one for last. I don't know. So what you got this so all far, right. BJ? This I gotta hear this. fucking great. It's gotta be fucking great. Kevin Nash okay. is gonna star in a new movie. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 7. It is... It is a pandemic-based action adventure movie. Okay. Called COVID nineteen invasion. Okay. The the little spiel on it is Chinese bats invade America. It's, it's up to Navy SEAL Team Six to stop them. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, I'm actually somewhat intrigued about that just by the description. To be honest, I know but it's piqued my interest. Chinese bats invade America. Why not? Fuck them. Fucking bats. Goddamn bats. Could you imagine if instead I'm tired of, of all these goddamn bats in my goddamn imagine, America. Could you imagine it though if like the only way it could be transmitted was by fucking bats and it was going this horribly 
Because of the bats. And pe- this many people were... Get- Could you imagine that, though? Like, That's if ridiculous. this many people were getting bit by bats instead of getting the virus? I cannot imagine it, but that is ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe they'd be doing something. Oh, my God. Right? Maybe. What else you got like, for us, no, the bats aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> the bats are imaginary. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing tops this. Wearing bat-proof masks. I hope this comes out soon. soon. I want to watch it. I want to see it, too. Um, All right, what else, BJ? Anyway. (laughs) Um, There was apparently a positive COVID test at the last impact tape. Do you know? I didn't hear that. That sucks. Yeah. Hopefully everybody's okay. Right. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Stay Um, safe. Wash your hands. Oh, more sad news. Jimmy Rave. Mm-hmm. Uh, has retired from pro wrestling. Okay. Because he had to have his left arm amputated. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, he had an infection, so I'm guessing like Mercer or something. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, Le- we'll get good news again. Okay. Leon Ruff. Yeah. Our favorite NXT uh, former superstar. jobber NXT fucking North American champion. champion yeah. Uh, is now engaged. Oh, congratulations. To, uh, you might know her. I don't know. Aja Smith. She's Sounds the familiar. black female like, referee. Yeah. Yeah. They're engaged. I knew the name sounded familiar. Right. I knew who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, <sighs> okay. you guys. Now, back to sad news. God damn it, BJ. Sorry, roller coaster today. Fuck. Remember Ashley Massaro? Yeah, she died. It was sad. Right. Uh, her brother, Ronnie, has now died, and he oh. was stabbed to death in just <clears throat> an apparent random attack. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. He checked out a rehab, and 12 hours later, he got stabbed midtown. Wow. Yeah. That's shit. Right? Um, so, there's an apparent... Apparently, there's a rumor that this company has bought... WCW from WWE. Oh. Like all the, basically the a lot of the IP for future use. Not the historical Not the stuff. historical stuff. And it seems sketchy and kind of bullshit, but we'll see. Okay. Um, but they did release, oh, well this got... This account got deleted. Oh. I don't know. So it's probably even worse. But there was a yes. press release from the CEO of WCW. And, um, yeah, about how they were going to bring back October 20th, 2021 on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. They were going to bring back WCW. And yeah. Well, if it's already been deleted, it who knows? Right. So sounds sketchy to me. It sounds super sketchy considering this was just two days ago. Right. On Wednesday. And it's already um, deleted, yeah. That's super Because sketchy. they announced that I think this came out like Tuesday, maybe Tuesday night. Okay. Um, and then this shit went down on So this happened on Tuesday night. Yeah. The shit went down on Wednesday, Wednesday. night. Mm-hmm. Did it get taken down? Because, because not, it's not, not true, or does it get taken down because it is true? Right. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. We'll find out. October 20th, 2021. Write it in your calendars, buds. Remind right. us on the socials. Yeah. We'll give you those here at the end. Right. 
What else? Uh, Tony Khan is also considering splitting AEW Dark into two different shows. I'd be cool with that. Um, possible format would be like more mid card moving up stars on one show, and then like more of the developmental lower, stuff on the other show. On the other, yeah. Like Dark was originally starting right. out as right. before the pandemic. Yeah. That makes sense. I'd be down. Yeah. Because then I'd watch the mid card show. I just don't watch Dark because mm-hmm. it's like fifteen fucking matches. Yeah. Um, and there's already a lot of wrestling. Yeah. All right, I got two more. Okay. Uh, Court Bauer revealed that uh, apparently Davy Boy Smith Jr. is leaving MLW Wrestling. Oh, I did not hear this. Yeah. So. Okay. He can end up anywhere too. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's your last one then? My Major? last one. It's kind of just. Kind of paints a picture as to how shitty WWE is. Okay. Um, Mike Chioda uh, was asked about his release. And, like, I can just hear someone saying this so sad. But said they couldn't find a spot somewhere to let me retire after all these years in the best company. The only company I've ever been with in 35 years. Oh, wow. To be honest with you, it breaks my heart a little bit. I'm annoyed and frustrated. Why? Why I couldn't just finish off my career. That's sad. Right? Like, what the fuck? And they made record profits. How much was he really making at this point as being a referee? Once I highly doubt his salary was the difference between them making record profits and then not making record profits. No. And even if it was, they still made profit. Right. But record profits. In a pandemic. My company did that too, to be fair. We were also helped out by having, like, historical records of hurricanes and right. fires, because we ensure that shit. So, yeah. yeah. I can't speak. But speaking of insurance, it's trivia time. I don't trivia. know what that has to do oh, with yeah. insurance. That's BJ's that's got funny. trivia for Daryl. In honor of Pat Patterson. I do. We are going to have Intercontinental Championship. Uh... Trivia. I bet I get them all wrong. Huh? Yeah, I bet I get them all wrong. If you get the first one wrong, you suck. Oh, fuck. Who was the first mm-hmm. Intercontinental Champion? Oh, shit. Tito Santana. No, it was Pat Patterson. Yes. I do know that one. Yes. Okay, question two. Dose. I'm one of have. I have multiple choice if you... Oh, that. cool. Okay. Okay. For how many days in the mid-1980s did Honky Tonk Man hold the Intercontinental title? Oh, in the 80s? A lot. Yeah. whole fucking lot. Right. <sighs> so I guess or you want the... I want the multiple choice. Okay. 44. Okay. 454. Okay. 545. Okay. 4545. The third one. Nope. No? It was 450. Okay, so it's the second one. Yep. All right, fair enough. I knew it was one of those two. The yeah. first one was obviously too small, and the last one was obviously too big. In April of 1990, the Ultimate Warrior vacated the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he won the WWF Championship from Hulk Hogan. Yep. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got two right. Fuck yeah. Mr. Perfect. I already won this win. Nice. Mr. Perfect then won the tournament to decide who would replace Ultimate Warrior as champion. 
Yes, he did. But who did he beat in the final? I want to guess, and then if I'm wrong, I want the multiple choice instead okay. of just the answer. I'm going to guess Brett the Hitman Hart. Nope. No. What are the multiple choices? Is he a multiple choice option? Yes. Nice. Tito Santana, okay. Kerry Von Erich, or um, Rick Rude. Rick Rude? No. Von Erich. Fuck. It was the second one. Tito. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Fair enough, then. I didn't even come close to that one. Yeah. Next. Five. Number five. One man has held the Intercontinental title a record nine times. Who is it? It's Chris Jericho. Yep. One woman has hold the, held the Intercontinental title for two reigns. Who is that? China. Yep. What are the multiple choices on that one out of curiosity? Uh, Trish, Beth, and Lita. Okay, Beth makes sense. I could kind of see somebody going for Trish and Lita, kind of. Yeah. But Beth is, is a good throw up. Right. On how many occasions has the Intercontinental title been the prize at a WrestleMania multi-man ladder match? Oh, fuck. I don't know. What are the multiple choices? One, two, three, four. Fuck. <laughs> okay, multi multi man ladder matches. Yeah, like the, I mean, the problem is all the years I didn't watch. Right. Um, I'm gonna say four. Nope, only two. Only two. Okay. According to Wrestling Legend, who damaged the Intercontinental Title Belt beyond repair when he attempted to clean it? Oh, I don't know the story. I don't either. I kind of know. What are the multiple choices? Macho Man Randy Savage, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Honky Tonk Man, or Tito Santana? I'm going to say Honky Tonk Man. Nope, it was Macho Man. Macho Man. Okay. Interesting. Number nine! In 1993, the vacant title was put up for grabs to the winner of a match between the final two participants in a battle royal on Raw. What the fuck? One was Rick Martel. Who was the other? Sean Michaels. Okay. I'm going to read them all now. Okay. And then pick it because okay. it goes to the next one. I don't have time to gotcha. read them. And yeah, gotcha. So. Options are. Options are Diesel, Sean Michaels, Bret Hart, Razor Ramon. God damn it. Those were like the, literally the four people I was thinking. Like those were the four names I had. I'm sticking with Sean. Nope. It was Razor Ramon. Okay. Number 10. Which British wrestler has most recently held the Intercontinental title? Most recent. All right, my guess is Wade Barrett. What's multiple choice? Wade Barrett, Drew McIntyre, William Regal, or Davey Boy Smith? I'm going to stick with Wade Barrett. Yes. Sweet. I'm five for five. Number 11. Uh, Five and five. Yeah, five and five, yes. Five and five, you're right. Not four, and. Cody Rhodes won... Yeah, you won't get this. You weren't watching. Cody Rhodes won the Intercontinental title from Big Show at Extreme Rules 2012. What was the match stipulation? Last man standing. Nope. The guesses are, or the choices are, TLC, Uh Extreme Rules, Uh Tables, Lumberjack. 
tables. Yep. Big Show accidentally stepped through one. Yeah. I've seen that match. Yeah. I'm going to put that as a middle one because I got it after the multiple choice. Okay. So I'm going to set a separate category for that, but it's still wrong overall, so I'm only at five and six now. All right. Only once has the title been on the line in an Elimination Chamber match in 2015. Oh, fuck. Who won it? Chris Jericho. Your choices are Ryback, Mark Henry, R-Truth, or Sheamus. Ryback. Yeah. Nice. Okay, next. How many times has Roman Reigns held the Intercontinental title? Twice? Once. Once? Okay. I thought it was twice. Which of the... uh, Well, you have to have them on this. Uh, Which of the following has never held the Intercontinental title? Okay. Shane Douglas, The Mountie, CM Punk, or Cesaro? Cesaro. That is correct. Sadly. That is sad, isn't it? He should have at least been an IC champion. This was when Nakamura was still champion is when this was from. So That's number 15. Shinsuke Nakamura, when he was Intercontinental Champion, who did he win it from? Oh, fuck. Braun Strowman? No. Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, or Finn Balor? Dean Ambrose. Finn Balor. I had no clue. I was just guessing. Yep. Okay, that's it. it. So I got six right, purely right. Mm -hmm. I got two right after an initial wrong and then hearing the multiple choices, and I missed seven. I think that's pretty solid. That's about half and half and half. Yeah. So with that, we'll move on to TakeOver Wall Games. Wants and or wills. Except it'll be and, because we always do and wills, not or wills. So, BJ, you got the card. What's our pre-show match? We're telling our secrets. Those are trade secrets, man. What? That we always do and, but we got to leave them guessing. <laughs> These are trade secrets, man. That's our intellectual property. Yeah. God, but we call it wants and wills. We don't actually call it wants and or wills. Wants and or wills. I have never typed that out ever a single time. It's wants and wills. That's the draw. I'm right. No, they're once and or will. Well, I've never typed it that way ever in an episode description. Well, that's your I don't problem. Think. Or maybe I was to me, they're always once and or will. No, I do both every time. Mm-mm. Every time. Yeah, Ten sometimes, times late. Sometimes. Anyways, what's the car, BJ? What's our kickoff for if they announced it yet? Uh, I don't know. Okay. They've announced six matches. Fair five enough. matches. All right, what do we got then? Five matches. Yeah, that's normal. It's war games. Or yeah. It's a takeover. Right. Five or six. Um, all right. Champa versus Timothy Thatcher. Want Thatcher, Will Champa. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I think... I kind of want Ian Will Thatcher. Okay. I think Champa needs another loss. I agree. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So. Strap match. Mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. I'm going to go want and will Cameron Grimes. 
I'm going to want Cameron Grimes. I do want Cameron Grimes. I still, I think they're going to, it's still going to be Loomis. I don't. I think this is where Grimes is finally going to pick up a victory because of the strap. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, Leon Ruff versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. Want Leon Ruff? Yeah. Will Damian Priest? Same. Okay. I really want Leon Ruff, though. I do, too. I love Leon Ruff. He's yeah. one of my favorites right now on NXT. What's next? Um, War Games. War Games. Female or male? Female. Okay. Female first. Team Shotzi. Oh, it, this Lady one Shotzi. doesn't have the whole teams. Shotzi. Uh, EO. Um, Rhea Ripley and another face female who has probably been featured recently on NXT and is not one of the three ladies I just mentioned. And they're taking on the team of Candice LeRae and she is probably teaming up, I guess, with Raquel Gonzalez. I would assume that if Dakota Kai is not injured, Mm -hmm. she's in that match. (laughs) Yes, she is. And, um, dude, I like don't have a clue, and I'm guessing these things right. are right, aren't I? Here we go. Uh, Eo, Shotzi, Rhea, and Ember. Ember's who I missed. Fuck yep. yeah, she just came back. I forgot. Candace, Gonzalez, Tony, Dakota. That's right, Tony Storm. If I would have thought about it long enough, I would have got it. She just yeah. turned. They're too new. Sweet. Right. Yep. And then the men's war games. Oh well, did you pick? We you just said who? They oh, were. who they were? Um. Like, oh, I don't have a clue. Honestly, we need to pick one will team Candace. I'm gonna one will the faces. Okay, uh, team Shotzi. I think it's yeah. I'm I'm going to change my will to the faces, but I'm gonna leave my one the heels. It's hard. Because I think about it, but I think the faces are going to win, but I want the heels. I want Candace to win. I want her to... Yeah, it's hard because I want... I love Candace and Tony. I also love Rhea and Ember. Me too. And Eo's pretty dope, and Shotzi's pretty dope. Right. I don't like Dakota and Gonzalez, so... Fair enough. I don't like Dakota and Gonzalez more than I... Do like the other four. Right. Right. Whatever. However that works. So, there we are. Okay. And then men's war games. Men's war games. War games. Is uh, Peter Dunn. Yes. And Pat McAfee. And Danny Birch. Mm -hmm. And Oni Lorcan. And they're going to take on the Undisputed Era of Adam Cole. And Bebe. And Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. And Danny Bird. Or, yeah, fuck. No. And Bobby Fish. And Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that one. Um, um, I think yeah. Undisputed. Oh, fuck. I don't even know, actually. Well, have they. Are they one and one, right? I think so. I kind of want Pat. I, I want Pat McAfee's team to win. I really yeah, do. Yeah, but I could I could totally see Undisputed Era winning this one. Yeah. They've lost two in a row now, haven't they? Didn't they lose both War Games matches? I thought then? they won one. Maybe they are one and one. No, you're right. They won last year. Yeah, and then they lost the first they year. They lost the first year because Choppa fucking put 
Right. Call through the table off the top of the fucking cage. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I want, yeah, I want Pat Mag. I don't know if what... what I want McAfee. I think Will, though, I think Undisputed Era will. Honestly. They're like the stars of NXT. I think they go over. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It'll Um, be interesting. Yeah, I'll go with... I'm going to go with McAfee's team both. Okay. So... And with that, we'll wrap up, as always, with number 21, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, American fucking nightmare. And the last guy before the recap the next week. CEO of AE Dubs. And what do we got, BJ? CEO. What is he? He's, he's executive. A, he's just an executive vice, vice president. president. You get to go first, as uh, I went first for legal, BJ. Who'd you watch? I watched. Who did I watch? I watched Cody Rhodes. Oh, I watched Cody Rhodes take on Zack Ryder. Yes. Uh, it was from a SmackDown... In like 2012, I want to say, is when it was. Um, It was a champion versus champion match. Cody was the Intercontinental Champion. Zack Ryder was the U.S. Champion. Okay. Um, The match was fucking fantastic. Up until the, the middle and the end. Okay. Because Booker T was on commentary. And it was great. Was getting involved. In oh, okay. Bullshit. Like, yeah, he ended up. It ended up. The finish was Cody. It was between him and Cody was the thing going on, and so like he stands up on the commentary desk and starts talking shit about Cody on the mic, and Cody gets distracted, and then Zack Ryder gets the win, and it was just whatever. Right, but um. You could still see, like, Cody, especially, every time I think of Cody and how great he is now, just imagine where his career would be if he would have won that fucking ladder match that he should have fucking won. That Damien Sandow won that Sandow they did won. nothing with. Right. right. I agree, 100%. But, that started leading to his down downward spiral there and where he's at now and AEW being the thing that we just watched him yeah and is raved about leaving earlier in this podcast yeah so buttons and then the things he did when he left were he wrestled everywhere for every company he held multiple championships in between those times for different companies his nwa championship win was still one of my Favorite moments I've I think ever that's still seen my live. favorite thing I've ever seen live. That was fucking awesome. It's yeah, it's the Hardys at WrestleMania right. might be might be the only thing that contends with the it. Hardys WrestleMania and booing Roman the next day. Oh man, that was great. Just twenty minutes fucking straight. Um, oh, so good. Those are like the top three, yeah. but yeah. yeah. So where to put him on the list? Right. And here's the thing with Cody. Like, and here's here's why I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I think he's number one for me right now because of what he did, how many titles he won, you know, the fact that he had the balls to leave. But it's, it's also like his matches. We always say our favorite thing in a match is storytelling. And he's great at that. And I cannot find a person on this list. 
maybe Kenny Omega that can touch Cody Rhodes in storytelling. But I think I think Kenny can do it when he needs what I for the most part, but sometimes he does slack. Whereas Cody, I feel like everything he does tells a story. I feel like the last guy that we talked about that we could say that about was CM Punk, to be honest. Yeah. At least on my list. I agree. Um I agree. No, I agree with that 100%. And, and, and I think that's too, why Cody's going to top in at number one on my list yeah, as well. And I and I also think, too, like, he he lives, he lives the... He is the gimmick. He is he the lives gimmick. the gimmick. He's he, just turned up. It's just like, him turned up. It's all it and is. And it's not even. Like, I, it's him. Like, it's, he, you know, he says... I think he's I think turned one up of my a little favorite, bit. I've heard him in interviews bit. and shit. Yeah, he's turned true. up like he's bit. not turned up to eleven. He's turned up to like ten point two five. Right, but still, but like he, um, I, one of my favorite things was like why he always wears a suit and stuff. And it's like so they know I'm in charge. Like you see the guy with the suit, you know that's you where know that's you the person in charge, right? So no, I agree with yeah. you 100. percent Cody's gonna probably be number one when we reorder. He, this is gonna yeah. be the easier one to place as him. Um, and here's my deal on this: is he spent the first half of the year suffering from what mm-hmm. so many people on this list have suffered from, and that's being used improperly by the WWE. Yeah. And he's still a no-brainer to be number one because right. he immediately just showed that he was he should have been a top guy in WWE. Mm-hmm. And we knew it. We had seen it before. Yeah. You could see it in my match against Randy Orton. God, I want to um, watch that match. I watched Cody take on Randy Orton from September 2nd, 2013. This was mm-hmm. just an episode of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Uh, Randy know. Orton was the WWE champion at this point. And basically, Cody was um, like trying to say, you know, him challenging was best for business. And mm-hmm. Triple H knows it. And Triple H is like, no, I booked Big Show versus Daniel Bryan because I know that's best for business. But I'll let you fight Randy Orton tonight or whatever. So they had a match. And, like, the whole story of the match was Cody should have won this match and didn't. And, like, I didn't like it as a story because mm-hmm. it should have led to that underdog moment where he finally gets that shot at the pay-per-view and overcomes right. Randy Orton. I could be wrong. I don't remember Cody ever being a WWE champion or getting a WWE championship shot against Randy Orton in a pay-per-view. And I was watching by 2013. So I don't think that ever led to a championship match at a pay-per-view. Yeah. And it would have. It would have been such a great lead-in, a great starting point for that story. Like a great... Like you already... Like I already beat you. Like easily. It wasn't easy. But it wasn't difficult for Randy Orton. Right. Um... But what a story. It's like you said. Like, mm-hmm. he can tell a story like, no, CM Punk was the last guy we talked about. And unfortunately, he's locked in. So, yeah, yeah I think Cody Rhodes is going to be number one. Yeah. Yep. But join us next week, Buds, as we I'm reorder. Agree. I don't know if all the Buds out there will agree, but I'm glad you agree. I do agree. I think so. I mean. I hope you both If it's not him, it's if still. Not, if not, it's still going to be Chris Jericho. I think. I think Chris Jericho is my number two right now. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. But I Chris, still think Jericho is my number two. Yeah. But find out next week for sure, buds, when BJ and I recaps number 21 through, what, number 40? Yes, number 40. Yeah. 
And then whoever BJ and I reorder into 31 through 40, it's locked the fuck in. Yeah, and then Cody Jericho Mox. Then we'll that's... prepare on to move 19 through 10. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, there, buds. And then we'll have to figure so, out what the fuck normally we ask next. you to tell us what match we should watch next week for the next guys, but here's what you should do this week is yeah. tell us what we should do after we wrap up the top 100 of the 2010s. Yeah. Hit us up with suggestions. You can get us at BudsWW on the Twitter, Instagram, or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. You can get me at Beach 2004 That's B-E-E-J-2-0-4. Leave five-star rating, comments, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Just do Ooh. it from a socially safe distance, wearing a mask, washing yeah. your hands. I got two new masks today. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. They're bright white. Good. Fucking, yeah. Then you know when they're not clean, too. Uh, so yeah, nice. and then that's when... So people can see me if I'm walking in the dark. Yeah. I like it. And I got my hoodie on. Look at this. This thing's like maroon. It's classy. I'm not walking outside in the dark, though. It's fucking cold. Yeah. That's we can stupid. go fishing in the dark, you and me. You Down by and the river. me going fishing in the dark. And until next time, guys, watch, that's BJ over buds, there. Watch wrestling. What? Where oh. the cool grass grows. And Daryl over there. And until next time, we already did it. Get the we fuck did. out of here. Get the, no, until next time, get the fuck out of here. What kind yeah, of something stupid? They, they don't. They're probably already gone. No, they stick around. Oh, yeah. Stick around until the end, Buds, because. Uh, they get the sound check after the Yeah, that's right. There's a cow. Buds love the sound There's check. There's a cow over there. And it's your eye over the pizza pie. Yep. Going back. Do a quick sound check. Sound check. It's true. I do this every time. We do this every time. No, I can always do it again. Okay. That's what I do anytime we don't have it recorded. Uh, or anytime I do it at your house or uh, whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I do it every single time. Yeah. Oh. Since most the day time, I left. Most of the time it doesn't make that big of a difference. Oh. It only really helps when there's in long pauses. Oh. And that's rare anymore because we're way better at this than when we first started. So. Like that.